Welcome to Check It Out, a Westerville Public Library podcast where librarians share stuff we like. I'm Jordan, an adult services librarian. I'm Megan. I'm also an adult services librarian. And I'm David, and I work in adult services as supervisor of the Innovation Lab. All right, guys, for today's icebreaker, I've got a weird one. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> On a scale of negative one to one, rate your comfiness right now. Ooh, negative one for me. Why is that? So I'm recording in my basement uh, that is unfinished. So there's a cement floor underneath here. And mm. if if I didn't already have a desire to finish it, just uh, aesthetically because of how it looks, <laughs> I very, very much have a desire like, hey, if I want to use this space, I need to make sure that I find ways to uh, treat it. So that way it, it doesn't feel as cold as it does. So. Yeah. Actually, you know, let me move that up to a zero because recording with you guys, Aww. you know what I mean? It helps to, to, to yeah. offset that. So, yeah. Um, I'd say I'm a zero as well, just because I'm not super comfy or uncomfy. I'm mm. sitting on the floor, which isn't great, but I'm temperature wise, I'm comfortable and I have some pillows behind my back. So I don't know. Can't complain. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. I'm going to go with a negative one because I've been sitting in this chair at my desk for way, way, way too long. Um, <laughs> So, yeah. So, let's get into our picks. Let's see. Jordan, please go first. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, sure. I guess I will. Provide us with an example by going first. (laughs) Absolutely. I will lead by example uh, because I'm a great leader. And here we go (laughs) with my pick. Modest, too. It's my favorite thing about you. (laughs) (laughs) Look, they don't just give podcasts to anybody. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Everybody knows that. (laughs) Yeah. You think any idiot with a microphone can just like make a podcast and upload it to the internet? No. Uh-uh. There are strict regulations around this kind of thing. Yep. Okay. So for my first pick today, you're going to want to go over to Hoopla. You're going to want to go up to the music section and you're going to want to type in Paramore because this album by Paramore is called After Laughter. It came out in 2017 and it is their best work to date. And I love this album. Um, have you guys heard it? Um, I'm familiar with Paramore. It's not my bag. Oh, okay. Same boat. Well, I also have been familiar with Paramore like since, you know, we were all young pop punk emo kids in yeah. high school, mm-hmm. but yeah. I wasn't that into them then. But now this album came out in 2017 after laughter. It's a totally different style than they usually play. This is similar to, well, okay. What I, what I said when I first heard this album was, Gosh, this sounds like it came from 1991. Um, just very specifically, like, it's gotta be 1991 or two, where it's like, okay, we're kind of transitioning out of the 80s into something oh. different, but we don't know quite where we're gonna land. And also, mm. grunge hasn't hit yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> it sounds a lot like they listen to way too much talking heads, in my opinion. That's no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> too, too much talking heads. What are you talking about? But they took that and, and perfected it. <laughs> so um, I've never been a huge fan of like other bands, I think, that sound like this initially. Uh, but this band in like a modern mm-hmm. setting with sort of a throwback sound, this sounds really, really awesome. Um, it's a lot of like sort of happy, melodic upbeat songs with lyrical content that's really about depression and anxiety and insecurity and stuff like that. 
so I, I really like that, that kind of dichotomy and just the whole album is like this very cohesive, like sound that just goes so well together. I was trying to pick out like, what's my favorite song off of this album. And I kind of can't because they, all the songs are like so good. But if I had to pick one, it would be hard times, which is song number one. It was their first single off the album and it's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Check it out. Okay, uh, with uh, my pick today, I'm going to go for a little movie called Reefer Madness. It's a <laughs> movie that was made in the 1930s. It's a cautionary tale about the dangers of what they call marijuana. <laughs> they really pronounce the uh They the really H pronounce sound. it like an H, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Um it, it is uh, something else. Uh, it's about an hour long, so it's not going to take up too much of your time. Uh, it's available in stunning Technicolor on the Ohio Digital Library. Um, as far as I could tell, you have to actually be on the website to watch the videos. I couldn't get it to come up in my loans when I was using the Libby app. I think you're right. Oh. I think uh, for some of okay. those, it really depends on the device. And I think before it shows up on some of the um, the apps... It may be a matter of time before that stuff rolls over on there. Yeah. But I mean, we're all stuck at home anyway. So if you have Wi-Fi, you can watch it on, mm -hmm. you know, your laptop or something. Mm -hmm. It is just unreal. Um, the misinformation and the hysteria and the not, I mean, if you're familiar with the history of marijuana prohibition and the war on drugs in general, then you're, you probably know that it's pretty racist. Mm. It is a not so subtle undertone to the, the whole thing. Um, <laughs> so there's a, there's a guy sitting in a closet who looks like he's a member of the Marx brothers. He's eyebrow waggling and doing the exaggerated, like, <laughs> Oh, I'm smoking a cigar movement. <laughs> smoking um, a jazz cigarette. <laughs> yes. Um, wait, what, what year is this from? 1936. Oh, that's like way early. I, oh, I, yeah. I thought this was going to be like from the 60s or something. No, 1936. It's originally wow. in black and white. I <laughs> saw it in amazing Technicolor. Um, so this Marx Brother lookalike is crouched in a closet at the beginning of the movie, um, you know, being ridiculous. And his, his smoke comes out green in the Technicolor version. Um, I don't know why, uh, other than just it looks cool visually, that the <laughs> creators decided to make everyone have different colored smoke. Um, yeah. So there's like a guy with purple smoke and a girl with pink smoke. And I don't think that would uh, convince me not to try it. <laughs> well, they're trying to convince you not to try it. It's a cautionary yeah. tale. Yeah, it's funny. There's a lot of maniacal laughter. People just <laughs> standing around and laughing maniacally at nothing in particular. Like the Joker hit them with a gas bomb. Yes. Um, yeah. At one point in a movie, one of the drug dealers is having some moral and ethical qualms about selling drugs to kids. And so he goes to his boss guy and expresses these concerns. And his boss's response is essentially like, sell drugs to kids or I'm going to kill you. <laughs> just this idea that there's some like man in a 1930s suit. Who's like, we got to get at the kitties. I, <laughs> um, Oh, okay. So somebody relays this, the, the true story of a marijuana addict who under the influence killed his whole family and then himself. Wow. 
it's really intense. Um, That's very intense. At one point, the narr- the narrator guy is like a teacher who's talking to the PTA. So like it's book oh. framed by him at the beginning and the end, relaying this horror story of these kids whose lives were ruined. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he, he's the narrator. And at one point he says uh, this guy who couldn't remember what had happened when he was under the influence. And the way that the narrator describes it is that, the marijuana causes errors in time and space. Whoa. Yeah. That actually sounds kind of cool. <laughs> um, and then it toward the very, very end when the bad guys all get their comeuppance, there's this like 1930s version of an action montage of the <laughs> cops like busting up the drug rings. <laughs> but like 1930s wow. style. It's yeah. amazing from start to finish. Just how incredibly bad it is um so i would definitely recommend checking it out yeah that sounds like quite a trip hey <laughs> hey <laughs> all right all right all right that's oh wait no that's us we've got one more <laughs> <laughs> all right david why don't you bring it home for us Sure. So to, uh, to end this episode, I want to give you my recommendation, which is an album by the uh, rapper Open Mike Eagle, which is Brick Body Kids Still Daydream. Uh, it's his 2017 album available in its entirety on Freegal, uh, one of our services. Kind of a critically acclaimed album for this uh, musician. Um, he uh, hails from uh, Chicago, Illinois. It is based on the Robert Taylor Homes, uh, a public housing uh, project that uh, existed in Chicago and closed, I believe, in 2007. Kind of a concept album about different perspectives, different pain from um, individuals that were resigning in that area. Really uh, kind of informed by not only that and other kind of social things happening at the time, but also certainly um, influenced by the outcome of the 2016 election. So Mm. if I could recommend one track, I recommend the whole album, but one of my favorite track off the album is called Happy Wasteland Day, which is a tongue-in-cheek reference to like voting day and uh, kind of uh, propping up the uh, main person in the song uh, up against some specific issues, right, in the community. Uh, Really kind of um, interesting guy, interests um, all across the board. I actually first was introduced to him as a co-host of a podcast that was um, examining uh, Adventure Time, the cartoon show, because he he was watching it with his his kids uh, and so uh, has done many different – Albums, a lot of different things musically, trained for several months to have one professional wrestling match that he had a couple of years ago <laughs> and has kind of documented online series. His music is really interesting in that it incorporates not only uh, serious social issues, but a lot of um, geeky references to things like Adventure Time, to things like wrestling, to things like you know, many video games. And this album is the one uh, that kind of speaks to me the most. He mentions... A month after the album came out, talking about the name of the album, uh, Brick Body Kids Still Daydream, the idea of like these kids that are in these houses, right, still have aspirations. But he mentions that even a month out, you know, it's frustrating. He says, sometimes it's frustrating that we have to pick a final name for things and try to walk away. The truth is usually more fluid than that. This album is also called I Left My Wallet in the Robert Taylor Homes. <laughs> it's also called Cave Paintings in the Projects. It's also called Ghettos of the Old Republic. It's also called Disaster Heritage. It's also called signal boosting in the ruins. So it's really interesting to see someone being impacted by something that was in this community for such a long time. It's disappearance, how it affected the people and how it's affected him, even through the thing that he created to try to sort of make sense of that. 
he's been in my mind because he constantly goes on Instagram and does these kind of little uh, makeshift radio DJ things where him and his buddy who are isolated together uh, just for fun are going out there uh, pretending like they're radio DJs and for an hour going on Instagram, just playing random things, creating characters. So uh, yeah, check that out. Open Mike Eagle, Rick Body Kid, Still Daydream on Freegal. Cool. Thanks. Check it out. All right, that's going to do it for us here at Check It Out. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. David, Megan, thank you for being here once again. Happy to be here. Yeah, thank you. And I hope you'll join me next time. We'll see you later. Right. See ya. Bye-bye.